Well, well, well. Here we are again. Mm-hmm. Yep. How you guys feeling today? Oh, I feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. I always feels good when I get money booked. I booked that thing with Leanne Scott. A uh, little corporate. I love I love that you would just use a just a person's name on the podcast as if every person across America I know Leanne. I didn't know we were recording. I thought we were still making small talk. No, we jumped right into it, my friend. Oh, yeah, Gosh. I didn't want to miss anything. Good Lord, I'm glad I didn't say what I was about you know? to say. About Leanne. No, no, I love Leanne. She's amazing. No, it's, I, we'll talk later. Okay. Well, uh, Garrett, I don't want to share this with everybody. Garrett, do you want to turn up? You're a little low on the old game. My volume? Your volume. It's a little low. Is it? Oh, mic check. Maybe you just got to move it closer. Uh, Is this your first time podcasting? Yes. Well, that's weird Eat because. The Eat the mic. In the words. That mic. You heard of that? Um, I think we got to talk about the elephant in the room. We got, we got a listener email. Oh, gosh. I don't want to embarrass this woman. You mean Amy? She has a name. <laughs> since we're throwing names out today. <laughs> Listen, I think, now? I think um, it's a good opportunity for us to talk about whether or not Gary and I are jerks. Okay? <laughs> Let, let's, we'll just say this. How about this? We got an email from someone who's a big fan of Chris. Yeah. We don't know this person. Sure. But they said that um, they, Gary they were they were just, encouraging me. They were very encouraging to you. Yes, they, they were. Said, they they said, were hey, keep following your dreams. Yeah, keep. She's she said, you know, your Instagram. I, I I guess she was referencing one of the episodes we talked about how my Instagram numbers have been declining and what that feels like and you know, all that. And so she was just offering a word of encouragement, which I greatly appreciated. <laughs> and it was, it was wonderful. And then I think she yeah. just misunderstood a situation, but yeah, just that she said that I yeah. was maybe, um, uh, kind of more critical of you. Yeah. Yeah, she just didn't understand. She seemed, She said she didn't understand the beatdown. She didn't understand why you seemed to make fun of me. I, I don't remember. I don't want to put. Words I in think it was I bet it was a buildup. I don't think it was this one episode. I think it's just it was the last yeah. straw. I mean, it's only been building in me the feeling <laughs> of just constantly showing up to this and just getting beaten down. Hmm. No, I, I think she, and it would be easy to misunderstand, but like, I think she thought maybe that you're, we're, we're not all like good friends. And so it was like, Chris, this I is want like you to post? stick up for yourself today. Well, it, if, if you just turned on the podcast and you had no context, <laughs> yeah. you might think, I don't know, yeah. Gary's the host and we're two comics that he's interviewing or, or Adam, you're the oh, host. Yeah. yeah. You're interviewing us. Which was also something someone thought at one point. Um, yeah, they said I talked 
They yeah, and for like, an interviewer, they said you talked a for lot. For a host, he really makes it about himself. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. That was early on. Your <laughs> podcast. Funny, yeah. I so, love it, considering I brought the idea to you guys. I was like, hey, you want to do a podcast with me? I think that would be fun. It's just like, this guy who started, he talked too much. Well, you didn't. You said, do you guys want to do a podcast with me about me? Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. And we were, you guys like, just sure. encourage me? In my journey, that would be great. Anyway, so but honestly, okay. So for in anyone who might think we're being a little harsh with each other, or that I'm being specifically harsh with Chris, yeah, we are best friends, the three of yeah. us. Yeah, we're just having fun. Well, we just, until that email, when, yeah, Chris forwarded the email to us. It's kind of. <laughs> We've got some things to work through now. Well, I was just yeah. I want you to understand how, you know, the way you guys have treated me, how that reads to the audience. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And, and great segue to I was talking to Diane about it. She goes, you know, the truth is, if someone doesn't know you, you mm-hmm. do have the propensity to come off like a jerk. Sure. And I think that is valid, uh, a valid thought. Well, it's funny because me and Adam, we just did a show this past weekend. Sure. In uh, Kingman, in, Kansas. Kingman, Kansas. Shout out I got to the Kingman. name right this time. Yeah, it was great. But and wanted, hold on. Before you say that, let's just say shout out to the folks that had us out at Kingman. It oh, was gosh. awesome. Diana, you're the best. Trinity, yep. Trinity Fitness. Trinity uh, Fitness. Yeah. They yeah, treated us so well. It was so fun. Yeah, I just assume it was a church. Uh, it kind of what kind of what so it was, yeah. a, it, was, it was a Christian nonprofit fitness facility and uh, uh, what would be the dynamic so, there well Diana is the lady who brought me in to do the fitness fundraiser yes, yes so me and Adam did that and then her husband pastors a church there in Kingman and so they had me share my story on Sunday morning so we did a comedy yeah. show Saturday night I shared my story on Sunday morning it was super fun, and um, and they were great. They're they were great. great. Yeah, we're, but we're one of the things me and Adam like to do at the end of the show Uh-oh, is just hear some local uh, trivia and just kind of have fun with the audience and poke fun and and give right. just some different stuff and just have fun with the audience. Yeah, and so one of the things that oh we did, we realized we didn't have any prizes. And so Diana was like, oh, hey, I'll just give you some of our leftover Trinity Fitness shirts. Diana, the lady from Trinity Fitness. The lady who, yeah, not Adam's wife, Diana, uh, who was our contact there and her host there. And so I didn't look at the shirt. I didn't think twice about it. We were just like, okay, yeah, sure. That's great. Perfect. So we get on stage and we start to say, okay, well, we're giving out these prizes. And then we held up one of the shirts. And then I realized it was kind of confusing. out of context for it was like specific to like a little, I shouldn't say little, but it's specific to a program they were running. And so out of context, it just kind of seemed like a really weird random statement to put on a shirt. And so we just had fun with that and we were making fun of the shirt. Oh, what did the (laughs) people thought they were getting like a Chris Munch comedy or an Adam Bush. Hey, Adam Bush. No, we said they're like, Hey, donated some shirts here. We're going to give them out and ask these questions. It really I, I, wasn't that big of a – it's just that we just saw an opportunity to kind of have some fun. And so we kind of pounced on the idea of 
how bad of a shirt this was or whatever. The shirt said the shirt said it was a tie dye shirt, which is fine. Tie dye is kind of back in, but the the shirt said. Did you take a picture of it or anything, Chris? I don't know that I did actually. Okay, it said something. I survived the eighty percent challenge. 80 grand, 800 grams challenge. I survived the 800 grams challenge and uh, none of us died of scurvy. Yes. I think that's what it said. And then, and then it had or the old game, Oregon trail, uh, like a, a graphic icons of graphics icons from Oregon trail. If you don't know what that is, it's like a, a computer game. We used to My play kids know game. what Oregon trail is. Oh, they do. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. So. It's better to come back. And, and then very small in the bottom, it had their logo. Yeah. I mean, it's it wasn't like it was a horrible shirt. We were just kind of like, you know. Well, oh, I, yeah. this story's kind of lost its edge for me. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, well, thought, what, I thought the shirt, there was going to be something that was like, it was, uh, you know, foot in our mouth, or it was just really embarrassing. Well, the whole point of the story was to yeah, say was that we went pretty hard on the shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to ask you about that. And I was like, oh, gosh, we are still talking about the shirt. And it, we talked about it for a while. We did. And Diana's, yeah. like, right there. I mean, she was laughing, but then I, I started to think, like, oh, I hope Diana doesn't feel bad. We're she like, did also me. say, and Diana, if you're listening to this, we love you. And we meant no disrespect. Hopefully yep. you just found it in good fun. Uh, <laughs> she afterwards, I kind of felt bad because she said, uh, no, it's no, no big deal guys. It's just, that was my first kind of personal big project that I was in charge of when I took over the gym. So, you know, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was the reason I brought it up is because okay. you know, we, so that's something we attention that I know I feel of like, out of context, you could just sound like a total jerk. When it's oh, like, look at that. that I have a relationship with this person that I, we can I'm pretty sure we, we talked about this, Adam. Oh, yeah. yeah we've talked about it you, before. You've taken it too far with, with the audience. No, hey, listen. I know that. I remember back in December, I took it too far with this really nice couple. <laughs> you have to go back and listen to 17 shows in 17 now days. Diana's in a counseling appointment right now. No, hey, listen. Diana, we love you. Listen, I have been so aware of like like I have missed opportunities for funny jokes because I have been trying to play it cool. But I was there with Chris. Yeah, I I, I don't know, just following the lead. Diana, <laughs> <laughs> you pin it on me, uh, uh, Diana. If you you can put in the comments if you want to share your side of the story or if you want to yeah, go for it. In the moment, yeah. she was laughing and she had a microphone. I don't think she, she wants responded. anything to do with either of you guys. That's probably she that's probably she, true. It's one of the biggest mistakes she's made this year. <laughs> It was, but all, all kidding aside, it was a great show. It was so um, fun. It was a uh, Kingman is about three thousand people, so it's got a really similar feel to town I grew up in down in Louisiana, Minden, uh, uh, Brick Roads, Brick Road downtown. Yeah, they had a movie cool. theater that downtown. they had con converted into like kind of a multi-use theater. So. Um, they showed movies, but also it was, they did show movies. There. It was awesome on the marquee outside. It said uh, it was showcasing the movie that was going to play Nun Two, the horror film, and then right underneath it said Chris Munch. 
Yeah, I hope no one was disappointed that it was. We, you're not about to witness none too. Chris and was not in I, the movie none too. I am not in the movie none too. <laughs> That's it a weird. Fun, yeah, it was fun playing like a a small like old timey theater. It was actually an old vaudeville theater, which is super cool. So yeah, she she said that theater is a yeah a, a little over a hundred years old. I talked to the yeah. lady who ran it, and so yeah, that was that was very cool. That was really cool. Yeah, um, and that's what we're talking about today. I was gonna. There's no need to do an intro because well, the show then did people know you or did this feel like a, a Christmas show that the the CEO knew you and no one else did? No, Ooh. yeah, they, I would say most people did not know who we were, uh, but 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 oh yes, uh, yeah. So I was. Uh, walking through the theater whenever the audience was in there and this lady in the front row uh, just goes, Adam Bush. And I was just like, this, okay. This lady, we we had our names outside on some stuff and maybe she looked me up and I was just like, hey, how's it going? And she goes, I saw you in Oklahoma City last weekend opening for Dustin Nickerson. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. You and I talked about having kids. And she goes, yes. She goes, uh, my mom here, she lives three hours away, big fan of Steven Stevens. Mm-hmm. So she was telling me she wanted to come to the show. And then Jordan is the girl who saw me. It's her name. Uh, hi, Jordan. Uh, she said, I saw on Instagram that you posted about this show. So I drove three hours. She th- drove three hours. We came to the show together. It was amazing. It yeah, was. They drove the, yeah. They drove that the, that they would drive that far to come see us. I thought that was Lord. really cool. So. I wouldn't yeah, drive that far to see Chris. Okay. No, Lord, no. Yeah. Oh, that was a yeah, mean I, thing already. I had a hard Sorry. time driving all the way to South yeah. Tulsa to see Dustin Nickerson, who you I know you did an opening for. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So I like got to take a picture with them afterwards. That was super fun. Got to talk to yeah. them. I love that stuff. So so over the weekend, so we did. Um, we did the comedy show, which this is kind of common that churches have been asking us to do this. We're doing another one here pretty soon. Uh, comedy show on Saturday night, mm-hmm. uh, which was really fun. And then uh, Chris preached at a church or the church on Sunday morning. Chris, you're getting back into live stuff. How does it? But you preached as, as Chris, not, yeah. as <laughs> not Stephen Stevens. <laughs> or Stephen or or Bobby, hey man. Although I, this church, I mean Kingman, very small town. I probably could have preached as Pastor Bobby, and they wouldn't have even thought twice about it. I mean, the pastor and his wife would have, but like the audience would have probably not. They'd have been like that. What a sweet, what a sweet pastor. Yeah, but so everybody was really nice, and uh, it was so kind, so nice. Um, it was great what one thing that I, I thought was interesting so they did this is not common but they asked us to participate in a dinner before the show oh, yeah. and which is great um and like a potluck it wasn't quite no it wasn't quite a potluck the the pastor had smoked um some brisket is, is that right Chris? Remember, yeah. it was delicious though it was it was very good yeah 
Um, he had some milk, some meat, and there was kind of like kind of a pulled pork sort of sandwich sort of thing. Um, but they asked us, I, I, I always, I don't know if I find it fascinating, but I just always think it's interesting that people bring this up so much. They said to us, so you guys have been friends for a long time, huh? Mm. Or like, when did you guys meet? And I always think that's interesting. I don't know if it's, I, I'm always interested that it stands out so much. Mm. Maybe our rapport. I don't know. Like I get that even when I'm with you, Chris, or when, or if I'm with Gary, like, mm. I don't know if it's just like so unique that middle-aged dudes are, have close friends. Maybe. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I just heard something that I hadn't, I didn't, I didn't remember them asking that. I'm sure they did. I just, <laughs> well, I just heard that if you're with somebody for seven hours, you'll really know who they are. Take seven hmm. hours. Where'd you hear this? I just heard this guy on this podcast talk about it. <laughs> he was talking about his guest. He's like, we've spent at least seven hours together. So oh. we, we know each other. In an interview well. setting, seven hours of interviewing, and you'll know him really, really well. I mean, is it just, is it specific to interviewing? Because there's a lot no, of. No, I mean, just if you, if you were in the car with somebody for seven hours, do you think you would know him pretty well? No, I don't. The, for just one time? But I mean, think about how many people like go on a date and it lasts like all night or whatever. And like, then it's a catastrophe. You can go, this person is kind of like this. I mean, like the, you know, the, the lunch you had this week. <laughs> you huh. know that guy after a lunch. Sure. <laughs> I don't know, Gary. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about Who that. Is, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know that if I agree with this. And I clearly am an expert. This guy's probably what he's written a book, podcast or whatever. I don't know. I, I was half listening. So it was probably not mm-hmm. even the exact same thing. You probably, yeah. You probably missed the detail there. Cause that sounds a little. Certainly holds. It is. So Chris, if you look back on it, cause it wasn't super unusual for me just cause I, I mean, you do more acting and I do more, live comedy. So like what, what were your takeaways? I, I told you, I thought it was one of the best sets I'd seen of yours. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I, but you have some takeaways. I, I thought it felt really good. I, I, I just feel how, I don't know, like live that I'm not where I want to be, uh, just in my skill level of handling an audience or, or communicating with an audience live in a room. So that's frustrating to me is not being able to take them where I want to, like I can see in my head, like where I want to take people. And I usually not able to quite get them there. Um, and just feel a little sloppy. Uh, but I'm glad that you felt really good. There was like, there was one bit that I know I totally, I couldn't remember the punchline. I couldn't remember like the detail of what I was supposed to say. And I was like acting it out. And I'm just like, I cannot remember what. And so I, I'm like, it just got weird. And I just kind of, so you only did stand up, no characters, no characters. Yeah. I just did stand up. Did they, they was that their request or they just said, do whatever. No, they just told me do whatever I want to do. I just feel like the characters require so much context to build. Um, or maybe I just need to figure out how to build that context quickly. Um, that I haven't had luck or it just hasn't gone well when I'm just kind of like, like if I'm in a corporate setting and I'm trying to do those characters, 
Yeah. It's just like, what? It just feels like it's a, a tough sell. Adam, how did you think Chris went over with the audience? With, with his stand-up? Yeah. I thought that they loved him. Uh, something that I have, that I noticed about this audience, that I have noticed about the last few audiences uh, that I performed in front of is people who are new, who have never been to a stand-up show before, it takes them a while to learn how to laugh. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's, it's, I was talking to Dustin Nickerson about this. It, he, they, they start and stop. It's like, ha ha ha, stop. Mm. And it's, and so it ends up, there ends up being all of these breaks in the middle versus somebody just enjoying it kind of throughout. Mm. And they're just sort of being sort of continual laughter. And I think that's true of like Christians who don't go to comedy shows mm. or people who don't go to comedy shows because they prefer clean comedy, which the last three shows I've done have been completely clean. And uh, that's can. That can be a little, it's different than the club, man. Like it can just be kind of like take you a minute to be like, okay, let's catch some, catch a rhythm here. Mm. I don't know. Did you, I mean, I don't know if you have basis for that, Chris, but did you? I have felt that at different times. Uh, I mean, I I feel like corporate settings, I don't know if it's people sitting at tables in the round, like they don't feel at ease to just like laugh. Um, but I, I hate that feeling. It's like the worst feeling on stage when you're like, you can feel the audience stop laughing before you're like ready to move on to like, I just feel like I'm constantly can't catch my breath. Like I can't quite catch up and go fast enough. And I hate that feeling and think I I didn't feel that way this last weekend. I felt like, I feel like everyone was enjoying it. I had them and I didn't, I didn't have to rush. And it was, those are, that's when it's really fun when you can just kind of feel at ease and like, we're just having a conversation. I'm just talking about stuff. So. Yeah. What did you say? Well, Chris, what did you say? You can't compete with a Caesar salad. Yeah. That's hard. That is true. Yeah. Or just, it's not a joke. So yeah, Chris, if you had to rate your performance, from the mm. audience's perspective, what do you think they would have rated? What, what they would have said? Oh, yeah. This is a very uncomfortable question to answer. Well, good, because I want Adam to answer <laughs> what you thought the <laughs> oh, audience I would have said, I think I I felt like everybody had a good time. Um, I don't, there probably was a lull, but I don't ever remember feeling like, okay, we're kind of hitting a lull. I felt like everyone was engaged and we had fun the whole time through. So I would give myself probably a seven and a half. Seven and a half out of 10. Adam, how would you? Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, I think that's, I think that's a good number. He's, yeah. He's I don't feel like on. we ever got like this, this frenzy moment or anything no. where people are just like doubled over. The and, game we did. Well, in the, the game, game we did, we did. yeah, when we yeah. were written on the shirt, it got pretty. It I would really, say, yeah. I would say, with the game, we got to like an eight so or that nine. shirt saved the day. Well, uh, honestly, it's I wouldn't say saved it, but I feel like there's just another dynamic that happens when you're able to just riff with the audience and everything's happening real time. We don't have any prepared jokes; it's all just improvised, improvised, and it just, it just. It's just really fun, and it, yeah. I think the audience really enjoys it too. It's just crowd work, and yeah. but it's kind of in a, a you know you kind of give it a different spin. Uh, yeah, which did you which, guys learn anything? Any big walkaways from uh, 
mainly Chris, because you have how many stand-ups have you done recently? I mean, I feel like what, done- why are you thinking about that? I have a big walk away that is such a practical thing that I have I keep messing up. Mm. I keep forgetting when I get if it's not a club, I have to check the mic and make mm. sure it's on before I take the stage. I keep mm. forgetting to do that. Um, it, it happened this time again. The mic just wasn't on. And it is such a killjoy at the beginning because it's like, please welcome with the drive bar special, Adam Bush. And then it's just like, woo. And then it's just like, <laughs> yeah, pick up the stupid mic, turn it on. And honestly, it's not even Diana's fault at the event. She told me beforehand, she said, make sure it's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, they, yeah, in these. I told, I forget who I was talking to about this, but from our, where we came from, we were always instructed, like at the church, like, do not touch the mic. Yeah. Like that was like the production crew's job was to make sure your yeah. mic was working and on and all of the kind of stuff. You just do what you do. But when you go to these other venues and like smaller churches or whatever, they're looking at you as the expert. And so it's like, yeah. you have to, know what to do with the audio stuff it feels like and um so yeah it's it i have to remind myself too i I forget it quite often to make sure the mic's on well did you that's what i learned remind myself i i learned um that i need to print out my stuff before (laughs) (laughs) like what do you print out? Like your set that. list? Yeah, oh my, my set list. gosh. No, it's funny. I just every time I don't thing? think about it and I think I have it written on the computer and then I usually like to go, you know, a few hours before and just like really fine tune, go through, make sure I want to say you know, make sure I've got notes. Uh and so I did that, but then I was like, oh crap, there's nowhere to print this out. And so I had to ask Diana. And so we had to like drive to the church to print it out before we went to the theater and all this kind of stuff. And then oh, after that, then I'm looking at everything and I'm just like, I have way too many notes. Like this is not. I'm oh. not. And so I, I was like, I just need to take like 10 more minutes. And I basically just rewrote them. I just hand, hand uh, copied them over and just made it much cleaner and shorter and all that. So I didn't have a big, the, the thing that's amazing to me about this. And the reason I'm laughing so hard, Gary is because Chris says this every time we go out of town is like, he la when you go out of town, like things are so much more complicated. Menial tasks are so much more complicated yeah. because you're not at your house. So like getting, getting something printed or buying an SD card or just, uh, Getting a like, ah, oh, I messed up my shirt. I got to get a new shirt. It's so complicated when you're out of town. Mm-hmm. And every dang trip, Chris has not printed this out ahead of time. And so he's always like down in the hotel lobby, like trying to see if he can use the business center, which never like, works. Does anybody know someone who could print this for me? Maybe at their house and they could bring it to the show. <laughs> Awesome. I just, I, anywhere I stay, there has to be a business center. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, would you, th- I feel like your first way to solve that problem is to just bring a printer. 
could I well the other way that I like, could just that's that that might be one of your solutions. <laughs> it's a little printer that I can plug in to the wall, connect my computer yeah. to it. It's actually not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Part of it is that I, I like to like go over everything usually like the day of. And so if I make any changes or tweaks or You're just gonna start writing it out, man. That's what I know, you're honestly, write out. Yeah. Honestly, it's not a bad that's probably what I should do anyways. Yeah. So anyway. All right. Well, well learn, learn how to be professionals. Well, I, can't say be- I haven't done it. Cause I, last time when I was in Auburn, I had to buy SD cards. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and a boom pole. Mm. Oh my. Oh, a boom pole. That they, they had one at where I was filming, thankfully. Yeah. But, Otherwise, I would, it would have just looked like I would have used, used a broomstick or something. No, I know. Yeah. That stuff is... Yeah, I, yeah, and I did it too. I forgot an ex, a, a quarter-inch cable that I needed for my audio recorder. That's right. Turns out I didn't forget it. I had just put it in the wrong place. But like getting it was, it was so difficult. Like, do you guys have a quarter-inch cable? It's so dumb. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I think that's good. A um, couple of things, two things. We want to thank our sponsors. The Looney Bin Comedy Club in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, if you call up to Looney Bin on a Wednesday night, it is service industry night, and you can get a uh, half-off ticket if you tell them. And Thursday night is ladies' night. You can call up and get a half-off ticket on a Thursday night. A uh, couple of things that are awesome about the Looney Bin. Number one, it's a locals club, so you get to see a lot of local comedians. And they only have a one-item minimum, which a lot of comedy clubs have two-item minimum. They only have one. And so check out Looney Bin Comedy. What are you saying here? That is nice. Oh, that is nice, yeah. yeah. I learned it the we were surpri- way. Well, I don't know if we can talk about this. Is that We we were surprised by the two-item limit at the Bricktown. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah That's pretty normal clubs yeah, in Bricktown's sure. defense. Yeah. But it does it gets pricey. Um check out looneybincomedy.com and you can see all the headliners who are coming up, awesome headliners, and uh, including September twenty fourth, headliner, Christopher Munch for Clean Cut Ooh. Sunday. Gonna be performing I I I'll say it kind of a working it out show. Yeah. You are working out your characters. That's right. I, I am trying to figure out how to, um, you know, translate my characters to a live show. Yep. We've got some ideas. I think it's going to be fun. But there's also yep. some question marks of just like, what is that going to feel like and all this. So we're going to just going to put it up on stage and kind of see what happens. And, and uh, I'm excited about it, honestly, uh, because – I feel like this is a step in the direction of what I ultimately really want to do, which is I never set out to be a big deal on social media. That was never really my aim. It was more about like uh, creating a way to be able to perform live and, and meet with people and all that. So I'm really excited about this next step in my, in my journey. And I'm excited. The workshopping tour. The workshop workshop tour. We have gotten a lot of people <laughs> comment on Instagram asking us to come to their city. So this yeah, goes well. Absolutely. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And if um, there's any... You can go to Lunar Bin Comedy. Oh, yeah. What'd you, 
I was just going to say, no, like what we did in uh, what we just did in Kingman, Kansas. I love like getting to perform with you, Adam, and then doing like speaking at a church the next day. It seems like a really great fit. And we've mm-hmm. just gotten really good feedback from it. And uh, so if there's any churches out there listening, we'd love to come to your place. We'd love to. Maybe do a little comedy show on a Saturday night, and then maybe I can yeah. speak the next morning or whatever. We just nailed down. We're going down to Minden, Louisiana in November, doing that exact yep. same thing. So it's yeah. going to be great. That'd be great. Yeah, maybe you want to have us in for Christmas, Christmas time, volunteer banquet, something like that. I think that'll yep. be better get them now. I was going to yep. say, I just booked the day. Book it. Right on there, so. Filling up fast. Uh, com. you can uh, check out the calendar and you can buy a ticket to uh, our show with Chris. And I think that's it. I think that's it. All right. So I think we'll say goodbye for now. See you. Bye, everybody.